0: I'm just worried about all this stuff and I'm like, you know what, if I just focus on what God want me to do, focus on his word, focus on getting the word to people, then everything else is going to come, right?
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another glorious episode of the Tents and Tabernacles podcast where we meet God through the person of Jesus Christ. It's your girl Vic here. And it's your girl Wiggy here
0: and we are back episode 31 in this thing yes sir yes sir and today what are we going to be talking about we're going to be talking about a few different things we're going to do our highs and tries as normal but we're going to be diving into some Ezra might give you a little Haggai a little touch on there uh some Zechariah and Esther
1: so exciting the best netflix special ever in the yeah esther is, is esther. like
0: really good like just read it it's a very
1: good story. esther is a bingeable book and it's like okay like all right next episode next episode yeah
0: you just want to keep going you'll get your yeah. fast because you're like i gotta know how this ends and it ends with some violence but
1: yeah <laughs> but like each chapter is like a cliffhanger like you have to keep going mm-hmm Oh, I got fun facts about Esther too. At the end, I was you like, those... "Cause whoever wrote that is like a great writer." You know,
0: I didn't. I don't have those fun facts. I have a fun oh. fact, but you know what? I can find them. I'll get them while okay. we're talking. Because um, now I can't remember who wrote it or if we know.
1: I've but never even to... asked who wrote Esther until this moment in my life. I was. I don't think old. it
0: was. I don't think it was Esther. Or me either. Um... What's her real name? Hadassah.
1: Hadassah. Uh, Yeah. uh,
0: But, you know, if you, you know, those beauty treatments that they had to go through, Mm -hmm. I got fun facts about that.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot. That's (laughs) something I want to talk about too. So we'll see about your fun facts and then, yeah, I'll add to it if I have to. Yeah.
0: Cause I thought that was super interesting and as women, I feel like we should touch on it, but okay. Let's pray Mm -hmm. before we even forget. Or don't do it. Um, I guess I'll pray you pray last time. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for our lives. We thank you for the breath in our lungs. We just ask that tonight, as always, that we're bringing glory to your name. We are bringing attention to you that whoever's listening is being drawn closer to you every time. They're being motivated to read their Bible. They're being motivated to pray. They're being motivated to live a godly life. So with that being said, just put your words in our mouth, not our own, and let this be a great time in your name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, so we're going to
1: start with our highs and tries. Do you have any? Uh high is I'm off for the next two days. Um, uh, I took off previously, but ended up not, like, going anywhere. So uh-huh. I just kept the days on the books because why not? Um, and field day oh, was today.
0: Was that when you were supposed to come here?
1: Yeah. That is. We are in May. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was literally supposed to be, like, tomorrow. Um, and then today Night was field day, day at work. Or at school, rather, because I work at a school. So that was fun. Yeah, I did with them, sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Got challenged uh, in a basketball game. I do not play basketball. So these two basketball players who are 12, they beat me. but it was only what? by a point, though. They only beat us by a point. So, like, I'm not even mad. I just couldn't make it past three points because me and running, it, it don't work out right now. So You know,
0: I realize I don't really know how to run anymore. Like, my body is like, what do you mean? Like, when I try to, it's just, like, an awkward feeling.
1: So, like, <laughs> it's weird because in my mind I can run. So, yeah. like, so, like, <laughs> so, like I'm So it. So, like, I'm guarding this 12-year-old, like, hard, okay? Like, I'm keeping up with her or whatever. And next thing I know, my chest is burning. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I got to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me and this other teacher. And we're just like, bro. <sighs> See, that's not good. See,
0: that's why but I've been we got the the first gym. point,
1: Right. We got the first point, and then they got a point, and then – um." basically by the third point, because they were like, oh, we'll go to five. I was like, we're going to three, because me and uh this other teacher was about to pass out. Um Was it like teachers versus the students? Sort of. I mean, yeah. So the two girls, um well, one of the girls challenged me to one-on-one, and I was like, nah, it's not going to happen, because I'm not going to get smacked alone. So I got another teacher, and then she got another girl. And so, yeah, so we I didn't get smacked. Aren't you taller than these children? They ganged up on me. Like, I had both of them on my back, literally. Like, I'm pretty sure their feet were not touching the ground. Like, they just, they, yeah, anytime I had the ball, they were, like, jumping on my back. Full foul. Oh, wow. Like, full yeah, foul. But... You know,
0: that's
1: cheating and that's making fun. you breathe harder because they on your back. Yeah, no. It was fun though. I was like, bro, back
0: up. Back up. Oh All about me. Yeah.
1: That sounds fun. Yeah. That um sounds, I a try, I don't know. Um uh um sore, I guess. From the basketball um, game? Well, we went to play tennis this past weekend and then oh, right after tennis we like walked around a neighborhood and then like by the time we got home we got invited to a pool party so then we did pool party so like my body is just like hey hey yeah hey. you had a
0: lot of movement
1: well look yeah. at y'all uh getting some
0: good fun exercise and mm-hmm. playing tennis because tennis it had you burning
1: yeah exactly it that and still it's me sprinting why do I keep doing this to myself and I think in my brain that I got these little you know quick step agility all that kind of stuff like I used to and I don't know more
0: you should keep doing it because this is why I've been trying to get back in shape is because when you try to run after these kids you 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 can't so I want to be able to run around with Omari so I'm like you know what Let's get this cardiovascular system cardiovascular. together.
1: Vascular. Oh, yeah. All of, all of them.
0: All that. My heart is weak. Anyway, <laughs> my high, my high, I tried to think about it actually this time because, you know, I don't, really don't be doing nothing. But this past weekend, I went to my friend's son's first communion, which was cool. It was very different. I I don't know. Have I ever been to Catholic church? Maybe once or twice. No. I don't remember that. It was a very different experience, but I'm not here it, to talk yeah, about that. It is. It's <laughs> different. But yeah, it was very different. I like to shout and dance in church
1: and they don't do that.
0: They don't do that. They you sit down, you stand up, you sit down, you stand up. The priests yeah. the priest say stuff at one point, I think they were throwing oil on them. I it had to be oil or water.
1: Might be holy water.
0: Yeah, they like uh, had like a butt like like I'm not gonna say a bucket because I'm not gonna be disrespectful. It was some kind of like a basin or something, and they had oh. like a little thing. And mm-hmm. he, the guy was walking out of the aisle. He would dip it. And he would he would like oh sprinkle it. like
1: in the chosen. Well, he's not Catholic, but is it similar to like in the chosen when um, Nicodemus went into the red quarter and he had like that thing. Yeah,
0: kind of, but they, yeah, kind of, actually, yeah. But they, I don't think they were doing the same thing Nicodemus was doing. Well, I don't no, know, no, no. actually. I was actually sitting in the crying room with Omari uh, because uh he's loud. And uh, <laughs> like uh when we walked in, they were like, you going in there? I was like, this is like more of a Pentecostal child. Like, I didn't grow it's up Pentecostal, Pentecostal, but I was child. like, he, I brought Omari to church on Easter and he looked like, he, he was yelling and clapping, <laughs> so he thinks in church you can yell and clap. So he got to go where the the kids can be loud and nobody can hear.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, but it was cool because it was um, a lot of college friends were there, so I got to see some people from out of town. Then we went back to their uh, her parents' house. They had refreshments and things like that. Uh, she's Nigerian, so there was a little Nigerian food there, which I I actually liked because. I like Nigerian food.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yes. Um, but yeah, that was cool. And then my try was today. Actually, I had a ride along with my boss. That was supposed to be tomorrow, but he moved it to today. So I was like ill prepared. Um, but I still made it do what it do. But he was like, "You're not making it do enough." So it's fine. Next time,
1: you're just like the top earner of the year, but look like, but this is the thing ideas? this
0: year though that see this is the thing about corporate america that was last year right and i still ain't got my prison from last year but that's okay it's coming in um they don't care about last year they care about this year and this year your girl is in the red not the green um because i had such a good year last year so yeah but it's okay because the lord is going to come through with these um Sales, like he always says because i really don't be doing nothing like you know um the right people just come along but yeah so that's that let's get into our first topic so this week we read ezra um like chapters like i think like maybe one through six maybe um and what stood out to me i mean there's was a few things. Um, I cannot believe I don't have my fun facts for you guys. Like, are y'all are y'all okay with that? Because I can get them really quick. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know what I was doing. But um, in Ezra, where we where we are at now in our Bible reading journey is like we've gone. We've read some. Uh, we've read the prophets telling the, the the Jewish people, the Israelites, that they're going into exile. We've read about the in exile. Now we're reading about them coming out of exile, going mm-hmm. back to—should um, I say regular life? But yeah, kind of like relatively, going back. yeah.
1: They're kinda. like they're going back to establish their regular life.
0: Yeah, it almost because makes all me their feel stuff like... got
1: burned. So yeah,
0: yeah. You know what it makes me feel like? It makes me feel like how right now I feel like we're coming. I feel like we're kind of coming out of this pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. I did sell everybody. I thought it was the last three years. We're almost at the end. Um, and I feel like everybody's trying to go back to normal and it's really weird. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? And so it's making me think about them. H- how weird was that to be, come out of a 70 year exile? Like, we back. Just kidding. Oh, everything's mm-hmm. burned down. Look at the temple. It's a pile of rubble. Like, that's strange. Like, yeah, super strange yeah um, okay,
1: but, oh, as you're saying that though i I have to, I have to say this because you brought up the panorama uh-huh. and um when they got back, the foundation of the temple was still there, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of us in church are trying to figure out what church looks like now um despite the enemy trying to convince people that like that they can that they don't know no that they no longer need inside church mm. um like at all um but just us as a as a church whole as the body of Christ trying to figure out what church looks like the foundation should still be there remember mm-hmm. that the foundation is there and the foundation is Christ and when we're building on Christ then like nothing will get burned up because the foundation will be Christ, and that's a nod to like I think Corinthians, Paul says something about something with the foundation or whatever. But it's oh, like when we come I, back,
0: um, I feel like I know it because I I feel like I put it in that reel I made about oh, yeah. firm foundation. Is it the one about the firm foundation?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it is.
1: I think it's something, but mm-hmm. I don't want it to play. Oh, <laughs> I don't want it to be loud. Oh, but I think I know. But yeah, like. We have to rebuild God's temple, um, and we are his temple. So we, mm. we need to rebuild, like, we're coming back, and we need to rebuild, like, as a church, as a corporate body, as the body of Christ. Um, as long as we build on the foundation of Christ, we'll be okay.
0: Yes, because that's a firm and sure foundation mm-hmm. right there. The only one. Yep. Um, I got your fun facts about Ezra real quick, if you want to. Yay! um Ezra, fun fact, Ezra and Nehemiah were originally compiled as the same book in the Hebrew Bible. Mm-hmm. They called it Ezra and Nehemiah <laughs> with a hyphen. Um, with that said, the author of both books, oh, is Ezra the priest, the leader of the second return to Jerusalem. Hmm.
1: um, Yeah. Wait, now who was Shush Bazaar? Girl... He was like know. the king of Judah. But maybe he didn't write it. Oh, okay. Well I mean he this guy
0: Ezra is the priest. Oh, okay. So may okay. I don't know, but it says he was the leader of the secular term. Maybe like it, maybe in in terms of like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. In Ezra
1: well, I guess he's not going to call himself the leader of, like, the return because he calls the she- Sheba Shazar, mm. one of those two things. Shabazz.
0: This is the thing. We're going to go with the Bible because we don't know if the person who wrote these fun facts, I mean, I trust them, but I'm not going to say that they're totally just, you know, I don't know. Um, you The audience. Yeah, the audience of Ezra and Nehemiah uh, It's written to the returning Jews of the Babylonian captivity. Um, when it was written, the Bible, not the Bible, Lord Jesus, the temple was already built and they were finally getting to work on the city of Jerusalem.
1: Oh,
0: Wait, by so the I time get, Ezra and Nehemiah was written? So by the time he wrote it, this is, he wrote it after oh, the temple was already built.
1: Gotcha. So that's if, like at the end of Nehemiah. Mm -hmm. when they finished it
0: yeah he wrote he wrote this down after um it was already built he wrote
1: it doesn't that answer our question last week of like whether the glory actually came back with ezekiel or not yes but what did we say last week we weren't sure oh (laughs) so (laughs) i can't remember yeah no because he had so ezekiel had the vision had the vision that the glory filled the temple again oh the temple hadn't the temple didn't exist that's what
0: yeah. yeah 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 yeah. you're right okay uh the reason was to show the history of their rebuilding after exile and to spark a fire in their lives come on fire fire give me that fresh fire
1: fire
0: um yeah so that was the reason which you can definitely see it's really given like like a detail like this was here it, mm-hmm. it, there was like some was it like a genealogy where they listed like everybody who was building yes. I was like look man and they like a mean,
1: amount man. of people from each house and that came with this many sticks yes and, it was
0: like they were doing like a census again almost and, and they, a
1: full-blown inventory some
0: people couldn't even prove their lineage and I was like so what happens oh, yeah. if you can't prove your lineage you're just like they said they Dude. said I'm
1: going to go to God and ask him if he know you. That's literally what happened. <laughs> like they were like cuz he so the guy so one of the guys like married and took the wife's name what? And yeah, and took the wife's last name and so his name wasn't showing up in oh, in the lineage Lord, of priests was. so uh, that's so random why do I remember that but I yeah. just
0: remember b- looking like these people can't prove th- who they are and they just looking I'm imagining them in line looking like yeah so can we live here or what
1: and the priest <laughs> and basically the priests were like all right bro like you can work in the temple but like we're gonna have to ask God about your priesthood because I don't know if we know you
0: yeah like, but straight up though, they were trying to do everything the right way. They were yeah. like, "Hold on, we can't just be letting everybody in here willy nilly who say they're priests." Right, we're gonna have to, we're mm-hmm. gonna have to see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but
1: and then why, Cyrus gave him back all they stuff from the temple that I Nebuchadnezzar know, took. Yo, I was like, yeah,
0: Do you remember when we first talked about our boy Cyrus? Cyrus is mentioned back in what Hezekiah days, right? yeah yeah Is it hezekiah days remember we talked about they they prophesied cyrus remember that
1: oh my gosh and this random just random dude named cyrus that's cyrus that's the <gasps> cyrus that's him that's what well, he was cyrus. doing so good until somebody was whispering in his ear but we'll talk about that in a minute
0: no i'm talking about cyrus the one who told him to go back home not yeah not the one in esther
1: no 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 no. that's xerxes but there was another one that was telling that it's yeah it well, yeah they were
0: not yeah. tell about these kings they let anybody whisper in their ear and they start pretty much the they get on my nerves
1: exactly because cyrus in the same vein said oh go back and you'll be unhindered we'll give you all the stuff i'll even pick up taxes to be able to give y'all money all that kind of stuff and then because, the I one mean- after him was like nah actually y'all don't do that cause someone told me that y'all steal and y'all used to yes. be bad people and not listen to nobody so I don't trust you and so yeah
0: we actually about to get into that actually okay so King Cyrus let them go right he was like yeah. I'm giving you back all your stuff I'm, re- I'm like God is replenishing right cause I feel like King Cyrus had come to actually believe in God and he was like y'all can go um But then there was a king after him. I don't know if it's because King Cyrus died or I'm usually that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. It was a King Darius after him. He was a dummy. Um, The one was
1: Artaxerxes because Artaxerxes. Oh, that might be why. Okay. mm -hmm. It was Cyrus Darius and then Xerxes or Artaxerxes. Yes. Same person. So in
0: Ezra 4, right, this is, Mm -hmm. I just want to talk about Ezra 4 because I feel like it's like a lesson in. I felt it because it's about how the enemy will try to distract you or stop you from doing God's work. Yes. So in Ezra four, the they're building the temple, right? They're like, we are working, we're working, we're working and they're having a good time. And then these like enemies, I just go, I call them enemies, but, and I think the Bible calls them enemies as well, as well, at least in my translation and they are some haters they're coming by and they uh they were enemies of judah and they were coming in they saw that the the they were rebuilding and they didn't like it they were like mm, who told these jews they could come back first of all and who told them they can be building this temple like mm, we don't like that we're gonna try to do everything we can to like frustrate the plan like mm-hmm. they started doing the most literally. oh yeah
1: they started out by saying, "Actually, let us help you. Be cautious—not cautious, but be vigilant. Be sober-minded and vigilant um when random people come and try to help." In quotations, like you really have to know who God sent and who didn't. Yeah, yeah. Been doing God's work. Who they God went, didn't send? Because
0: as far as to write a letter. To and I think it was King Darius,
1: to um
0: or was it King? Which no, one was it, it was
1: King. It was Xerxes.
0: Oh, it was him. It was that one.
1: Yeah. So it literally goes. So I feel like the end of Daniel or the end of part of Dar- Daniel, where Daniel gets thrown in the lions' den, was was with King Darius. Oh. I feel like that's like stuck in there in between the first half of three and like the second half of three because it yeah. jumps from. Cyrus to saying that like they were doing that until uh, uh, King Darius's rule and then right after that say, and later on with King Xerxes. You are right. Thank you for the fact check but they wrote a letter to this
0: guy and they they convinced him that the temple construction should be stopped so the construction literally had to stop until the second year of I want to say another king can you fact check that? I'm looking. But it had to stop for two years. And I just feel oh, like...
1: Until the second year of Darius.
0: So, so, I don't know
1: how... So that... it is. So it's Cyrus, Xerxes, Darius. Oh, that's the order. We had it. We had Darius second. Yeah.
0: Y'all, we gotta get... I gotta put a little timeline together of the kings. Now we're back into kings, but now they're not Israel's kings. They're Persian kings yeesh but are Persian people still people of color Mm -hmm. I would say so I would say so okay okay question yes ma'am
1: so Xerxes and Artaxerxes are not the same I don't think so okay so then it's Cyrus Xerxes Artaxerxes
0: Darius yeah because is it the Xerxes guy the one the king was in Esther yes okay yeah And did we hear about him at all before Esther? We did. Xerxes, yeah. Okay, okay. Because the first letter went
1: to Xerxes. So now my... the second letter went to Artaxerxes.
0: Oh, so now my timeline is messed up in my head of how things happened. Did all this stuff kind of happen at the same time? Because I thought we were reading in chronological order. But Esther is after all this stuff.
1: So because Ezra is, like, spanning a good amount of time in a short amount of time, like he's just kind of boom, 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 boom. This happened, this happened, this happened. Like, he's not inputting all the, like, other stuff. All the stuff. you right. So, then it gives us the middle part, because it's saying, like, oh, we, like, the, the building of the temple stopped, and then, and Ezra, it says that all these letters were sent or whatever, and then um, the building was stopped, and then they were exhorted by the prophets Haggai and Zechariah mm-hmm. to continue building and then it picks up from there and they continue building but then if you go and read Haggai and Zechariah it's a longer period of time yes where there it's their exhortation so Ezra's mm-hmm. just like they exhorted us they said a lot of things we eventually got the picture and we started doing stuff Yeah again. and Haggai
0: and Haggai and Zechariah is like what they actually said yeah. and did
1: yeah, yeah, so then when we get to Esther, it's in between. So like all the stuff that we're reading this past week is the overview, basically the outline in Ezra. Mm-hmm. And then you're reading all the like chapters. Yeah, yeah. That that's why I interject. was a little
0: not like confused on what was happening, but like, okay, who goes where? I'm reading it backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I thought I already knew this type thing. Um. But, yeah, my lesson out of that is the devil will try and distract and frustrate you in order to stop you from completing the work God has for you. That's the word from Ezra 4. I hope you caught it because that's what I got. Mm
1: -hmm. That
0: the enemy will literally, that happens to me, like distractions, being tired, all the things. You know what your purpose is. And sometimes... There's just things that distract you, things that stop the work for mm-hmm. no reason
1: yeah the 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 enemy hates when the people of God are unified. The start of Ezra like was well, in Ezra three, it said that all of Jerusalem, all of Iz- all of Israel were in one place with it unified with for one purpose and that is to build the temple yeah and of course the enemy doesn't want the church to be unified that's why you have all these different denominations that's why you have all these different um doctrines all these different ideologies that are separating the people of god and um that's i mean that's how he that's how he that's his scheme Every mm-hmm. time is the division of God's people so that they don't work together to to do the purpose of the Lord. Like in Acts, they were all in one accord and in one place, the spirit of God fell. Mm-hmm. Um, the blood of Christ unifies. Like the whole point of the blood of Christ is to unify the body. There is neither Jew nor Gentile. Um, and so... There's a whole bunch of stuff on that. Literally just came out of Bible study where my pastor talked about it. So I'm a little, yeah, the unification of the church is important.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah we got to yeah, band yeah. together. For real, because otherwise we just look crazy out here. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me see. What do I have next? You say you want to do Ezra 6, right? You have something in uh-huh. chapter 6? Yes. I know in chapter okay. six, it was like, they had to go find that Cyrus even told them they, they could build the temple.
1: Yeah, so they, basically, they were like, who has that, who has the original letter? Like, mm-hmm. who, can y'all, somebody got the original text message, like, I need receipts, <laughs> because, like, they over here talking about, like, I can't do it. And, like, I already got the, yeah the, like, permission to do this. And so, um so they found it, they sent it yo we already you know we were supposed to be doing this whatever um so they decide to celebrate passover and this is the first passover that they are doing in their own land since the uh since the exile nice. and um Chapter 6, verse 21 says, the Passover meal was eaten by the people of Israel who had returned from exile and by the others in the land who had turned from their corrupt practices to worship the Lord, the God of Israel. Um, The Passover was only offered to those who repented. And I don't mean saying sorry. I mean those who turned from their ways, that have returned from exile, that have left the practices that caused them to be sent into exile mm-hmm. were able to receive this passover meal and they were like when we accept Christ into our hearts we have to first repent it said repent the kingdom of god is at hand you can't receive the kingdom of god without first repentance and passover is, is that like that's a perfect um depiction of Christ and the finished work on the cross and we can't receive that we can't partake of that without first repentance. So mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that was cool. Like as soon as like, I saw it, I was like, I got to highlight this because yeah. If you want to, like time, I missed you have that. To repent.
0: Was that Ezra 6 Mm-hmm. I'm are you hearing this ringing? Is that in my ears? Maybe, Maybe that was just me. I that heard. was scary. Is that a sign of something?
1: Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) You You said said that was
0: air loss. Bruh, I don't know. I haven't got I haven't got my ears shaked in a very long time.
1: Um, In verse 19, it says, on April 21st, the returned exiles celebrated Passover. The priests and Levites had purified themselves and were ceremonially clean. So they slaughtered the Passover lamb for all the returned exiles, for their fellow priests and for themselves. The Passover meal was eaten by the people of Israel who had returned from exile and by the others in the land who had turned from their corrupt practices to worship the Lord, the God of Israel. Then they celebrated the feast of unleavened bread for seven days there was a great joy throughout the land because the lord had caused the king of assyria or persia um or actually no be- yeah persia king darius to be favorable to them so that he helped them to rebuild the temple of god the god of israel oh,
0: nice yeah i just i just caught that i highlighted it too
1: mm-hmm.
0: that makes sense you uh need to separate yourself from your uncleanness
1: mm-hmm. yeah hmm. Nice, yeah. Coolness. Um, my nuggets are short today. Yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah, but say I got the stuff that I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no need to like you know dry it out. It's yeah, just this this, it. You know, I hope you get it. Here it goes.
0: Haggai. I, my next thing is in Haggai. I'm trying to think exactly what
1: I wanted to say
0: because uh, I did um, write the
1: stuff down. It's like one th- four through six, but he was like getting onto them.
0: Yeah, cause I wrote that. I was like, it seems like they were getting chastised for for um about putting more time into their into other things besides God, um and for putting off. Apparently, they were putting off the rebuilding of the temple. Like, it wasn't. It it seems like at one point, like you said, um the 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 prophets had to come in and be like, "Hey, what's what's going on?" Cause they was they were getting comfortable. They were like, "It's not finished." Eh build my own house, like, so, I wrote down, like, in Haggai 1, 5, it, they were like that their priorities were out of order, nothing they touched was blessed, and it made me think of you, because it said they had holes in their pockets, and it made me think about what you said about the tithing, mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh, and, and it also, it, like, made me think about, not necessarily just tithing, but about how, when you're not in line with what you're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. or with what god told you to do it could be like everything you try to do is just messing up everything mm-hmm. nothing is working out you just lo- you, you just losing stuff um and then i also wrote down um in haggai one nine the temple lied in ruins while they were building their own homes and living their own lives so it made me think about how like we can be so focused on what we got going on or what we're building our career or this or that. And like your spiritual life is like in (laughs) in ruins. Mm -hmm. You're like what, what Vic said earlier, like we like the body of Christ, like we are the temple, but like, like, like we are like you, like you are the temple. Like you have to like, you can't be having your temple in shambles. Mm-hmm. Why you trying to do all these outwardly, worldly goals? Yeah, that don't matter in life. What's the, What's the use of your house if the house of the Lord ain't built? Does that matter mm-hmm. in real life? No, right. It doesn't. And now you look foolish. Um, I also wrote down. It was like God sent them into exile for putting other gods and things above Him, and He was angering Him over and over again, and when they return from exile, they still not making him a priority. It's like, really? I will send you back, (laughs) I'll send you back right now, because you ain't learned your lesson yet, but they eventually did.
1: Um, Something that the beginning of Haggai kind of brought up, which kind of, it kind of reminded me of something, so this is in the second year of King Darius's reign. So I don't know how long of a time from them being released from exile to King Darius, like two years into King Darius, because that's one, two, that's three kings before Darius. Um, and then two years into his reign before the temple was rebuilt. So um, the opposition that they had Thank you, Holy Spirit. The opposition that they had in the beginning when they first started to build was like a governmental oppression. It was law. Like there was a law that was written and passed for them to no longer be able to build the temple. And the people who went to... Is my computer going to
0: die? I hope not.
1: Um, let me say this real quick and then I'm I'm holding. <laughs> um uh the the people who were telling the king um they were reminding the king of all the bad things that the children of Israel had done mm-hmm. to their own king, which was supposed to be God and also their like earthly kings, um, and how how Defiant they were, and how um basically them doing all of the things that sent them in exile and we all know that Satan is the accuser of the brethren, so what quote unquote better way um to get the to get the body of Christ outside of what they're supposed to be doing is to remind them of what they just was what they have just been brought out of, mm. and also. Um in the the opposition happened, they stopped uh they stopped building the temple. And then after a while, they started to say that the time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me of us when we have opposition and we're like, oh well, I guess God said I'm not supposed to do it right now. Mm. And God never said that. You just have spiritual warfare and you need to start rebuking some stuff Um, and then go about doing what God told you to do because the enemy is going to remind you of stuff that he's already brought you out of. And Mm -hmm. you're over here sitting like you're sitting here trying to lick your wounds and say, oh, well, I guess God didn't want me to do that at that time. Like, no, you were supposed to. That's why the enemy hits you so hard. There's a different there's a different level of peace. When God has told you to do something and you're in spiritual warfare and when God hasn't told you to do something, there's a different type of peace and non-peace. Yeah. the lack of peace that you have when you aren't supposed to do something is not the same as the peace that you have in the middle of spiritual warfare. And you have to know the difference because if the enemy can get you to stop doing what you're supposed to be doing because he threw a little salt in your game, yeah, to make you think that God doesn't want you to do it right now, then he has you because who else are you going to trust but God? So if he can get you to think that God doesn't want you to do this right now, that he can have you sit there until somebody speaks a word into you that we're seeing in the prophets like, no, this is what you were supposed to have been doing this whole time. And they sat there for years, mm-hmm. not doing what they were called out there to do what they were called out of Egypt to do. Dang, all the way back to Egypt. They were called out of Egypt to be able to worship God in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. That was the point. They were delivered to be able to worship. That was their purpose. And so the fact that they're not fulfilling their purpose now because of opposition from the devil, like, no, we need to we need to teach people how to warfare because that kind of opposition is gonna come, especially when you're unified. No, real talk
0: opposition always going to come that's the thing Mm -hmm. you gotta you got to understand that it's i mean it's not going to be roses and daisies um at all and then i think to piggyback off what you said like you have to know you have to know god's voice how do you know god's voice by staying in his word because Mm -hmm. you could think oh something happened and you're like oh, God told me not to, like, you can think in your head that God, like, that's a sign, like, oh, God said not to do it. No, nah, he already told you to do it. You, but you listen to lies now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is, I mean, it's, it's easy to do. I'm not even trying to act like
1: these no, lies so are super,
0: easy. like, it's super easy to start thinking, oh, maybe that's not for me, or maybe I'm not good enough, or maybe, you know, I mean, you can go all the way off the deep end. You can start yeah. thinking God don't even love you and mm-hmm. you're not even worthy of doing his work. I mean, you can go left.
1: Oh, yeah. Quick. Like, that was the first lie. Like, mm-hmm. to get people, to get man to sin, did God really say?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's and, an angel thing. Like,
0: yeah. And, you got to be
1: able to notice it.
0: Yeah, and the way that I've always heard that, like, how do you know who, what's God and what's, and, who, and what's the enemy in your head? Just stay in that word because God ain't going to tell you nothing crazy like the devil will. The devil mm-hmm. will have you believe in some terrible stuff. Um Let me see. Do I have anything in Haggai 2? I know in Haggai 2, um, they were reminding them of the former glory of the temple because when they rebuilt the temple, it was like not as luxurious mm-hmm. and some people was a little upset. But It was encouraging them to rebuild and that this new temple's final glory will be greater than the first. When they said that, I was wondering, was it going to be that actual temple or like further, like in the future? Like, don't worry, in the end, the glory will be great.
1: So if it has anything to do with Zechariah later, then it's talking about the glory of the Lord.
0: Like I, this was in in Haggai too but I thought that it could I know, be but that, it's like they're you know prophesying I mean? around
1: the same time and so if one's talking about the the glory of the temple like the latter will be greater than the former like don't despise small beginnings mm-hmm. Jer- uh not Jeremiah Zechariah goes further into the like what that glory is and mm-hmm. the um the kingship that'll sit on the throne, the, that he'll be king and priest and he'll serve both roles yes. entirely. And yes, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I thought that I so. that was encouraging. It's like, look, it don't matter what stuff looks like right now. Mm-hmm. You just need to do what I said and just know that the final glory will be greater than what you could have thought of. Um, what else do I have? My next note. Not like I got other notes, but I was going to Zechariah 3. Yay. You want to talk about, right? hmm Yes, let's go to my notes on Zechariah 3. Zechariah, I want to let y'all know. Do y'all want fun facts about it? Well, yes. we know Zechariah wrote it. But mm-hmm. um Zechariah got a lot of visions. It's a lot of visions. It's like eight visions or like dreams. My, mm-hmm. my version said night visions. Night visions, dreams. Yeah.
1: You know, hither,
0: hither, tither. But, um... Oh, shoot. How am I going to find that? Sorry. Uh, Zechariah, Zechariah. Oh, we don't need the fun facts. Just keep going. Okay, If I find them and I could fit them in without being awkward, I
1: will. Okay. So, um... So, yeah, one of his night visions or dreams um, is in Zechariah 3. I'm going to read it because... The word of God explains itself. So it says, this is the New Living Translation, verse 1. Then the angel showed me Jeshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord. The accuser, Satan, was there at the angel's right hand, making accusations against Jeshua. And the Lord said to Satan, I, the Lord, reject your accusation, Satan. Yes, the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebukes you. This man is like a burning stick that has been snatched from the fire. Jeshua's clothing was filthy as he stood there before the angel. So the angel said to the other standing there, take off his filthy clothes. And turning to Jeshua, he said, see, I have taken away your sins, and now I am giving you these fine new clothes. Then I said, they should also place a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean priestly turban on his head and dressed him in new clothes while the angel of the Lord stood by. This is the picture of salvation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wonderful.
1: This is what happens when we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. Satan is the accuser of the brethren. He will, in, in the heavenly courtrooms, he will list all of the things that you have done wrong, that I have done wrong, that we have thought, said, done, mm-hmm. that have fallen, sh- fallen short of the glory of God. And God's going to look at him and say, "Uh, I reject those, go in and take those clothes off of him that he came in with, and I'm going to give him new clothes. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in the New Testament, it says that we are clothed in, I'm going to find it because it's like we're clothed in like patience and all the things. I'll find it while you're talking. I'll find it and then I'll read it but um, because I don't want to butcher it. But um, we've been given new clothing. And also the fact that he placed something on uh, Joshua's head in this vision, Mm -hmm. it's the helmet of salvation. that guards our minds nice like immediately as soon as i said that as soon as i read that i was like oh my goodness it's the helmet of salvation like when when we accept christ he anoints our heads with oil Mm -hmm. and all of these things that have to do with our minds but um but yeah I was like, this is salvation. If you want to know what it looks like, this is it. No, it's definitely salvation. Like, I'm (laughs) like, honestly, like,
0: you don't even have to be a Bible scholar to read that and understand what that means. Like, once you see that he removed the clothes and gave him new clothes, that is what God does. That is what he does. He takes your dirtiness and he washes you. He takes your nakedness and he covers you. He did that from the beginning. Adam and Eve.
1: When ah, they sinned. Sorry. Eve, oh. <laughs> I found it and it's so good.
0: <laughs> and then when they said he God gave them clothes. Literally. So, I mean, that's that's how it works.
1: Okay, so Colossians 3 Yep. Um Colossians 3 verse 12. Uh, 12 through 15 says since God chose you to be the holy people he loves you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy kindness humility gentleness and patience make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you remember the Lord forgave you so you must forgive others Mm. above all clothe yourselves with love which binds us all together in perfect harmony and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful.
0: That's wonderful. That's good.
1: Yep. And then in uh, Romans 13, 14, that's the one that I jumped about. But it said, instead, clothe yourselves with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. Oh, wow. I mean, straight up. (laughs) up. Yeah, I know. We are clothed in Christ Jesus. Is it? That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. He's our new clothes. Because,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. That's I amazing. I love him. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, it's why do you like me? You're so like, good. You're so much better than I could ever be. And I love it. And I just, like, what? You just take me as i am Are you make me new i just can't take it um zechariah 7 had a small tidbit um and and now i can't remember exactly what verse it was but zechariah they were the lord was asking the people because they were like about to do a fast
1: mm-hmm.
0: and god was like why y'all doing that fast like you know y'all do okay, let me see if i can find it real quick zechariah 7 Because I don't know why I didn't. Okay, here we go. Here we go. In the fourth year of King Darius, the word of the Lord came to Zechariah on the fourth day of the ninth month, which is Chislev, Baby. Now the people of Bethel had sent Cherazer some other people I can't uh, pronounce and their men to plead for the Lord's favor by asking the priests who were at the house of the Lord of armies, as well as the prophets, should we mourn and fast in the fifth months as we have done these many years. Okay. Think mm-hmm. about that. They've been doing, they've been fasting in the fifth month, probably the whole time they was to exile. Then the word of the Lord of armies came to me, ask all the people of the land and the priests when you fasted and lamented in the fifth, And the seventh month for these 70 years, did you really fast for me? (laughs) And I laughed. When you eat and drink, don't you eat and drink simply for yourselves? Mm. And I would just like to say really quickly, when I feel like lately fasting is like, I don't know if, I don't want to say it's a trend, but it might be like people fasting for anything, Mm -hmm. you know? um not necessarily fasting unto the Lord or fasting for like it's almost, they fast
1: for like nutritional benefit yeah but sometimes fasting but sometimes it could
0: almost be i I love a good intermittent fast that's fine i but sometimes I feel like it can be a little almost witchcrafty and when I say mm-hmm. this this is why because you fasting to make God do something mm. that you want him to do like you're not fasting for a breakthrough in your life in somebody else's life you're not fasting um as a body with your church because we want to see new things we want to you know like mm-hmm. but, but the new things are for god's glory for god to 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 speak to me about what god wants me to do about uh it's not about fighting in the spirit. Uh like you're a spiritual warfare, so you fasting because you know that's dedicating everything to God is how you mm-hmm. fight. Right. And I've seen this where it's like we just fasting because this is like in this one, this is what we do in the fifth and seventh month. We don't eat.
1: But <laughs> first week <laughs> in January or the first of January, we all do 21 days of Yeah yeah and it's like but we can get something for the for the year we can get purpose or whatever like Mm -hmm. but it's about you i want to get back to that, right like man i want to get back to the days where like the people of god mourned for those who are lost and therefore fasted
0: yeah like fasting
1: was was mourning like
0: yeah fasting is mourning even in daniel When Daniel did, when we said, "Are you asking for Jesus?" Yeah, the word used is mourning—that he was mourning for that long, not that he was just fasting because he was like, "I need to get a word from the Lord." Mm -hmm. He was sad. (laughs) He was. There was some things going on, and he was like, "I just, I'm gonna have to fast because, you know, he, because I need to hear from the Lord about the situation, not so I can just feel better, but so I can." Deliver a message from the Lord, so mm-hmm. I can. I mean, you know, like people fast for other people. I've been trying to do that lately because I heard about this. Um, I watched this interview of this man who used to be, or I don't know if he still is, because I don't know how that line goes. But he was same-sex attracted for a long time. He was like a drug dealer. I don't know if you seen. He's a he's an Asian guy, and he looks so sweet. You would never think, like, ever. Ever, you would never know people's life because he just looks like somebody's dad now. Like, with, with glassy. Mm-hmm. He looks like a a biology professor. Mm-hmm. He's a pastor. And he was like a, a drug dealer. His uh parents were like, his parents had gotten saved, I think. I forgot how long before he got saved. But his mom would fast for him every Monday for mm-hmm. like, it was either three months or three years. And after that, yeah, the boy got saved. Mm. Mm-hmm. But she was fasting for his salvation. She wasn't fasting for a better relationship with her son. Ooh. Even though that comes out of it. That mm-hmm. comes out of that. You know what I'm saying? It's just about the heart posture and things like that and not making it just like a ritual thing. It's not like just a religious thing. And I think that's where the Jews were falling into. God's like, but you was doing that over there. You was fasting, but like you wasn't really worshiping me. You wasn't really thinking about me. You were just doing it because you're like, "This is what we do."
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, and that's that's that. So I have to say about that Zechariah seven. I just thought that stood out to me. Um, I did have something in Zechariah eight, but basically, I just wanted y'all to know that. Um. Ze- Zechariah 8, 6, the Lord of armies says this, though it may seem impossible to the remnant of this people in those days, should it also seem impossible to me? So when you think something's looking very dreary, very dark, remember that God can see further past where you can see. It, it might look dim. It might look very bad. It don't matter. If he told you it's going to be good, it's going to be good. Nothing is impossible for the Lord. Because, I mean, at that time, the remnant of people, they probably thought some stuff might have been impossible. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's not. It's not impossible. It's not. The temple will be rebuilt. Yep. And it will be glorious, child. Glorious, glorious, glorious. Oh,
1: okay. What time are we at? Okay. So we can wrap it up with the Jesus nods.
0: Yes. I was about to say, I'm like going 91. into Zechariah 12 now.
1: Oh, there's some in nine, girl. Oh, is there? Yes. Oh, I some. missed the nine. Like like plain ones.
0: Well, okay, you do nine. Okay. I don't know how I missed that. Because I don't oh no, wait. Oh no, I do. I do. Okay. <laughs> my bad. When Jesus I was like, came in nine, on nine.
1: nine. No, that's that. Jesus is coming in on the 11. And
0: yes, you're right. I, I do have that. That that is in the note. Sorry, I left it off my outline for some reason. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. The boy, I mean, well, let me go. Okay, Zechariah 9, we, okay, we're going into our prophecies of Jesus, so you know that yes. um, Jesus is real. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm just reading it to you guys, so you could just, if you've read, well, if you listen to our Easter episode, I believe we talked about this, did we not? I think so. I think we talked about it. About Jesus coming in on a donkey. And I want, this is going to help everybody realize why everybody was tripping a little bit. Like the people, the people who were there, they like they were like, this is, this is the guy. This is the Messiah. It was only the religious leaders who were being haters. Other people <laughs> knew what, what was going on. So Zechariah 9, I want to say, starts on 9. Rejoice greatly, daughter Zion. Shout in triumph, daughter Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, humble in riding on a donkey, on a colt, the fowl of a donkey. Mm-hmm. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The bow of war will be removed. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His dominion will extend from sea to sea, from the Euphrates River to the ends of the earth. And yep.
1: like Vic said, that's just plain as day. We know that Jesus came in on the donkey. And mm-hmm. and then, and then, And then in verse 11, it says, because of the covenant I made with you, sealed with blood, I will free your prisoners from death in the waterless dungeon. Whoa, that's good. Wow.
0: The blood. I mean, it's just all in there, y'all. It just all fits together. Isn't it crazy? <sighs> it's and, great. and when was Zechariah written? Let's see. I can find my fun facts. Is my little book in here? But, but Zechariah was written a long time before Jesus wrote it on that donkey. That's all I have to say. Before he was even incarnate but born like like it was already said and mm-hmm. you know any naysayers might be like you know how many people might have come in on a donkey there wasn't jesus coming on a donkey they wasn't healing the blind they was just regular folks and nobody cared when they came in on the donkey mm-hmm. so that is pretty pretty legit um in zechariah 12 i like this one this is okay, so y'all remember in um when Jesus was crucified, how they how they pierced him on the side? Okay, mm-hmm. keep that in mind, okay? Okay, 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 okay. Because it's gonna get excited. Cause it's another reason, another place for you to um show that Jesus is real. Okay, so the prophet Zechariah, what a great man. Okay, so Zechariah 12, 10. Or maybe I should start from nine. I don't know. On the day I will set out to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. Then I will pour out my spirit of grace and prayer on the house of David and the residents of Jerusalem. And they will look at me whom they pierced. They will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child. and will weep bitterly for him as one weeps for a firstborn. Yo, first of all, let, let me just stop here on God is talking, mm-hmm. okay? He's going to pour mm-hmm. out his spirit, right? Uh-huh, but uh-huh. he said, they will look at me, at me. Ooh, wait, Wh- wait, whom, wait. Whom they pierced, but they said Jesus. Wait, so wait, Jesus is talking. hold on. When verse is that again? 12, 10.
1: Hold on, wait. How did <laughs> I miss that?
0: bro that means this is Jesus talking and that Jesus is God and that God is Jesus and the Holy Spirit is God and yeah and all the things bruh they look at me I definitely have is. that highlighted but like
1: bruh how did I miss that
0: I don't part? Know. I mean I don't know I think the first time I read this uh, I read it with somebody, uh, like in a Bible study and they showed it to me and I was like, what? So I kind of already knew, but just now me seeing the look at me, whom they pierce, I'm like, wait, so God telling them they go pierce him, but then they pierce Jesus and y'all going to try to tell me that Jesus ain't God. Stop playing with me. So that's another, uh, verse that you guys can use to show that Jesus is God. Yep. Um, but yeah so this is talking about okay y'all so the jewish people this is like a prophecy of the jewish people it's basically a prophecy of the jewish people are going to kill their messiah and then they're going to mourn about it because they're going to be like why did we do that um they will realize that they pierced their savior um the chapter ends with israel's return to the lord um through though wait through the once rejected but now embrace Messiah So it's kind of prophesying that they will eventually Accept they'll understand And like accept the Messiah I don't know when but it says that they That they will um, Let me see what else I wrote down I wrote something down The Bible is so cool That Charles Spurgeon wrote Where was it at Cause I had a quite a bit of Notes cause I was just like That is so interesting Cause it says something later about a fountain of them being cleansed. I don't know what that was.
1: Now. Oh, um. So, or was that? Remember? Later? I have no idea. I, I I have no idea what that one is. When Jesus, okay, so the um the thirty pieces of silver that. Judas gave to the priests, and they were like, well, like we, he, Judas was like, or that he got from the priest and Judas was like, I don't want it anymore. Um, here, take it back. And then they sold, or like they bought a field. It was a potter's field, right? Yes, I believe so. So, Zechariah 11, 13.
0: Oh, I think I know where you're going. Cause I was like, I don't know if I'm digging too deep, but yeah, keep going. Cause so. mm mm-hmm.
1: And the Lord said to me, throw it to the potter, this this magnificent sum at which they valued me. So I took the 30 coins and threw them to the potter in the temple of the Lord.
0: Yeah. I read that. I read that. And I was like, wait. I was like, Judas? Like, it's too much prophecy for me. Yeah.
1: Not the 30 coins to which they have valued me. Yes. Yes. Me, and again, me, God is talking, but
0: it's Jesus talking, because Jesus is the word of the Lord, bruh, bruh, I know, it's a lot, man, y'all don't skip out on Zechariah, I know he's a minor prophet, but he's not minor, (laughs) or is he a minor prophet, he is, right? I never know what the major and minor means. I don't is it remember. about the length of their book or or what? Because I know like Isaiah is a major, right? Mm-hmm. Jeremiah is like a major, but like Amos is like a minor. So is Zechariah a major or a minor? I should Google it.
1: Yeah, I don't remember where the cutoff is because Zechariah it's kinda sections. Long. So like you had the, the like the book of the law or like the Pentateuch and then you had this and you had that and you had like the major prophets, minor prophets and like, major prophets, psalms, minor prophets, or whatever. Like
0: right. I just never know how that works, but one day I will. Oh,
1: it's thirteen one. On that day, a fountain will be opened for the dynasty of David and for the people of Jerusalem, a fountain to cleanse them from all their sins and impurity.
0: Oh, it's in 13. Okay, I didn't write that. I didn't write 13 there, but I have um, that the only thing that can cleanse sin is God's fountain and his supply. Yep. Um, and there's actually a prophecy of the tribulation, but I don't know if we want to go into that or not.
1: Yeah. It's
0: about the Jewish people who survived the great tribulation Mm -hmm. and come to to salvation and welcome Jesus.
1: Yeah. And then all the people that have rejected Jerusalem or talked about Jews and, and rejected Jews, they, they, they got a lot coming for them.
0: Yeah 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 because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it talks about like a third of them going through the fire mm-hmm. and th- those are the ones that survived um the great tribulation but yeah y'all that was um i think that was all of our prophecy we're about to get into esther uh because it's just a great book and we're not going to finish esther though because unless you finished it because technically mm-hmm. the end is in this week's of free this week of reading
1: you want to just lump it all together and do esther next week
0: we can yeah if you want we can yeah, just tell cause...
1: the whole story of esther oh okay yeah one. we can do
0: esther next week what else are we supposed to read next week though what else is like in the agenda let me look because because if we could do mostly esther that would that's cool with me but i want to make sure we're not malachi it's not it's, Ezra, not, it's not like nehemiah. other stuff that we're like oh my god we really want oh to... no like, it's it's nehemiah
1: like... 'Cause you know us. We'll be like, hold on. Oh no, it's Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. Sure is. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, Namakai. Mean,
0: um It's up to you. I mean, Esther, we don't have to say too much. I mean, if you want us to do some story time, we could. It's cool. Uh, if you don't, we could just talk about like the tidbits. Mm-hmm. I think for Esther really I just had um
1: the cleansing part? The
0: treatment the beauty treatments, how King Xerxes was kind of like gullible and very emotional and like didn't have a mind of his own. Um and then Haman who was just a jealous fool that um ended up being his own demise. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah but, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But oh, we my goodness can talk but about like it the the different like oils and stuff that she, yeah, we can just do it next week because.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, we won't I'm going to be on here for like another hour. That, yeah, because the, the beauty treatments that they had to do. First of all, I kind of want those beauty treatments. Right. But after the less of the whole year, they had to do it for a year. They were purifying these girls, like make, but they were also making their skin lighter, everything mm-hmm. to be more beautiful, this and that. So we will get into it. Um, next week we're about right at an hour and we Mm -hmm. are actually recording late. So your girls are just going to end it here. No intercessory prayer segment this week because everybody was just doing good that we talked about this week. They were just trying to get the Lord's people together and tell them that Jesus is coming and, you need to have your life together when it comes to- <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, not all the way together because he gets you together, but y'all know what I mean. Um, yeah, so with that being said, uh, all my conclusion stuff like the video last video, I got four likes, which is cool, but we have 14 views, so where's that ratio that not, not feeling it the you know (laughs) i asked for a like per view but i appreciate the views we we had i don't think we've ever gotten that many views on a youtube that quickly like it was up to 14 rather quickly um if you're listening on apple you know we're still waiting on a review i haven't checked in a while somebody left one because i haven't checked um Um, i don't i don't check (laughs) leave a rating leave a review do the thing send it to your mama your daddy your pastor you know let, all the people all the people just let's have some good Bible conversations Um, yeah but we will see you next week to talk about Esther Nehemiah more Ezra and Malachi and Malachi that's gonna be good and I feel like we're almost done with the Old Testament
1: mm-hmm.
0: we really are we're all Malachi is
1: the last book of the Old Testament
0: yeah we're almost done y'all so we're about to get into Jesus for real and It's about to be some Holy Ghost fire, some Holy Ghost fire. Hey, all right, all right, I'm about to go now. All right, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.